0: Hi everyone, it's Karen Chong, and I'm here with my co-host, Dennis Kelly. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where every week we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. Today we're getting to the heart of the matter by discussing emotions and feelings, what the difference between the two of them are, how we can get stuck and overwhelmed in drama with them, how we can learn about ourselves with them, and how we can use them to propel us forward. Then, we'll wrap it up with a group frequency calibration, which is a turbocharged meditation, to begin to help you clear the distortion patterns and gather momentum to propel you forward. So let's get started. Dennis, take it away.
1: Well, Karen, you said we're going to get to the heart of the matter. Yeah. So, emotions? Yeah. Feelings? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> are, are we ready for this?
0: Uh, some people aren't. <laughs> some people actually are too ready.
1: So, the first thing I thought about as you were introducing the subject, and yeah. you were talking about emotions and feelings, the first thing I kind of where I went to was male versus female hmm. and the different energies mm-hmm. and the different emotions and the different feelings. Mm-hmm. So this is this is quite a topic.
0: It's a huge topic.
1: And how does this fit in with the work that you do?
0: Who Janice, that was a big question. Okay. So first, let me define the difference between emotions and feelings from my okay. perspective. And then I'll talk about the masculine and the feminine, and then I'll talk about how it fits in with my work. All right. <laughs> All right. You asked the questions in three parts. Here we go. So um, the first. So the difference to me between emotions and feelings, to me, emotions are the purely emotional response. So the, the either fear response that you have or anger or worry or happiness or joy or whatever it is to a stimulus. An emotion, a true emotion can only last a few seconds to a couple of minutes at the most. Just pure emotion. I just, I
1: just can't hold on to it that for a long period. Yeah, of time. you can't. It's, like it's even, a flash. Yeah,
0: exactly. So even if okay. you're like having the most profound grief, if you're actually experiencing grief truly with no mind, just the emotion of grief, at some point it will taper. Like you can't hold on to it very long. The sense that I have is it's going to be a lifetime. Is yeah. that I'm
1: going to be angry for the rest of my life? No, or...
0: not in the true emotion. Okay. So what I'm calling feeling is a mind thing. So the emotion is the emotional response. Okay, you've had it for a few seconds a couple minutes, right? You've had that response now if five hours later You're still thinking about the person who pissed you off in traffic The fact that you don't have you're worried because you don't have you don't feel like you have enough That's mind. That is not an emotion That's feeling because that's the mind perpetuating that state, but it's no longer just a pure emotional response It's being fed by the mind
1: emotion is a reaction Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and the feelings are connected to the brain, the mind.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's how I'm going to define them.
1: And so, you know, if I describe somebody, oh, it's a very emotional person or Mm -hmm. it's, she's going through an emotional state or Mm -hmm. so what, what does that mean if you're saying that emotions are just kind of that, Reaction.
0: I would say a lot of people. Those people are actually experiencing feeling, which is like a perpetuation of that emotional state. Okay, and it's not really true because there's nothing to react to anymore, right? Like for example, if a bear is attacking you, of course you're going to feel fear. You're going to have adrenaline in your body. You're going to run away. Obviously, you're afraid. Something is going to take your life. But you know, six hours later. Assuming you're safe and not being mauled and not dead from the bear, yeah. you're going to talk about it. But you go back to that feeling. The bear is no longer chasing you, yeah. but yet you're yeah. taking yeah. yourself yeah. back into I live that fear in response. For the rest exactly. To my, my life. A yes, beer. A bear. Right. Yeah. And the same thing happens with people to an inc- with an incident that happened like 25 years ago, and yet they're still living yeah. out the emotional yeah. state as if it's happening now, but it's not. Yeah. So that's the difference between the two. With regards to masculine and feminine, you know, it's interesting. To me, really, the difference between the two is um, in cultured, A lot of times because we all really if we're having a for emotion okay just for emotion we all have emotion we're human so we all have emotion response it's i mean it looks different different stimuli generate generate different emotion but we all have emotional response to varying degrees we're human yeah we're humans and then, of course, the rest is sort of, in terms of masculine-feminine, tends to be in culture, like it's taught, like what emotions are appropriate for women to have, what are emotions appropriate for men to have, what are inappropriate for women, what are inappropriate for men, and all that sort of stuff tends to be a result of the dist- distortion patterns um, running from lineage, religion, culture often. Sometimes from past lives, but usually it's, it's a result of those things. And yes, they may show up in the masculine and the feminine, but... Um, and they may show up differently because someone's in a, a male body as opposed to a female body. But really, it's sort of a result of, not sort of, it is a result of those distortion patterns and, you know, enculturation. So
1: you're, I think what you're saying is you're taking it to a higher level. Yes. And you're not, you know, not based on where you came from or what you learned or what your yeah. grandmother taught you. Mm-hmm. But as a human, mm-hmm. whether it's male or female, yeah, it's... Emotions.
0: Yeah, and what I would say is that so now to answer the third part of your question Which is about my work and how it relates to these things is to remove the distortion patterns that cause sort of a knee-jerk reaction of emotion and a Perpetuation of that same emotion over and over and over again because the distortion pattern is running. So for example, if you have um, uh, a fear of never having enough right so some people have abundance even though they don't have that much money and some people can have a ton of money and they feel like they never have enough so this is the fear of not having enough right this is a distortion pattern of the fear of not having enough it's a distortion pattern of abundance but let's imagine it's coming from the maternal line so once we were delete that distortion pattern that person can have the opportunity and the possibility now of not having that sense of lack as strongly because it's been removed. The the feeling of it was perpetuated by a distortion pattern. Does that make sense? Yep. So they're yep. always in that yep. loop whether or not they want to be.
1: Can can emotions have an impact on my physical body? Absolutely.
0: Candace Perth wrote about the um, I think it was called the biology of emotion. I think it was called she she won a um, Nobel Peace Prize. Or a Nobel Prize about this. But essentially, our emotions create chemical reactions in our bodies and we actually um, from what I understand, and we store them in our bodies, so it causes all this this chemistry in our body. And you know, from for a long time, people would talk about we hold emotion in our body from like a spiritual, energetic perspective, which is true, and it actually physiologically creates a a chemical reaction in our body. So we are holding it in our bodies. Yeah, it's fascinating.
1: I was thinking of Louise Hayes mm-hmm. and uh, all of her studies about how the body will certainly reflect whatever emotions mm-hmm. or, you know, that a person might be dealing with, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. wh- whether it's the knees or the elbow or the throat or whatever yes. that is. Yes. So that physical connection between kind of the emotional state of the person yeah. and the physical. Yes. So yeah, it's, it's quite fascinating. It's
0: totally fascinating. And I'm yeah. sorry, the book is called The Molecules of Emotion by Candice Perth.
1: So emotions? hmm Feelings. Yes. What do I do? I want to move forward. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm kind of trapped. Yes. I'm in this cycle that you keep talking about. Yep. So I had this emotional experience. Yep. It created a lot of fear within me. Yep. And for some reason, I just can't let go of it. Right. So, how could you help
0: me? Okay. So one is that I would remove the distortion pattern of whatever it was, okay, that... So let's say it hey, happened
1: 10 years ago though, Karen. It doesn't matter. I fell off my bicycle. Yeah. And I'm scared to death to get back on that bicycle. Mm-hmm. And it just keeps running.
0: Yeah. So chances are that there is a distortion pattern running in you having to do with fear of something new, fear of... Um, uh like uh, being imbalanced, unbalanced possible, possibly. Um, it could be that in past lives you got run over by a truck riding a bicycle, I don't know, right So it could be any multitude of things I have no idea until I tap in. So what I would do is remove the distortion pattern, whatever caused that like perhaps over uh, over fear response, like you had a fear response, obviously because you fell off your bike and it hurt. and sometimes, like the same person could have exactly that same bike accident and not be afraid ever to get back on that bike. Do you see what I'm saying? Exactly. So the emotional response is different for diff- different people and what runs that emotional response is the distortion patterns. So if you remove the distortion pattern, that goes away. Even if it's 10 years ago, even if it was past lives, it doesn't really matter. Even if it was like your great mother who was a fr- grandmother who was afraid yeah. of the bicycle for whatever reason. Mm. So once that's removed, the work for us to do right, for our homework, basically, is to allow that emotion to happen. So essentially, to not be afraid to feel the fear of being on the bike. So just allow yourself to feel the fear of being on the bike, like once, just fully, like, okay, you imagine the bike, you imagine getting on the bike, now you freak out, because you're like, wow, that's really scary, right? It's really scary for me to be on the bike. Allow yourself to feel that emotion, just have it, that feeling, the stomach clenched, sweat, whatever it is, and then it will pass. It will pass if you feel it fully. It will pass, and then it's just cleared and it's gone.
1: So we've got emotions, feelings, yep. and now you just described some of that pain body mm-hmm. that might react yes. to those emotions yep. and feelings. Yep, and so it's all connected. It yep, all connected. Exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: I heard you say something just a second ago. Mm-hmm. You said when I tap into you. Yeah. So I'm sitting here, I've never met you before, and you're going to tap into me.
0: Yeah. (laughs) What am I doing? Is that what you're asking? What's 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 going going on? What's going on? Yeah, that's a a great question. So I guess that's a a shorthand way of me saying, I find the thread that is you and the frequency pattern bundle that is you in the fabric of the oneness, merge with it, and then read it.
1: Here's what I heard.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. <Go> so, <laughs> so we have
1: this vast universe. Yeah. And I think you described it as almost like a quilt. Yes. It's got all these fibers. Yeah. And, and so the gift that you have is to tap into Dennis Kelly, mm-hmm. kind of that energy mm-hmm. frequency of Dennis Kelly. Mm-hmm. And you're able to connect Mm -hmm. sense, Mm -hmm. whatever, Mm -hmm. and you can help release the distortions that are holding Dennis Kelly back. Yeah. Wow. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Is it that simple? Is it difficult? Is it painful?
0: Oh, it's not painful. It's easy. Yeah. It's effortless, really.
1: So... Do I just sit here and let you do your thing, or do you want me to meditate, or do you want me to focus, or do I have to go back to the bike accident? Oh,
0: I see what you're saying. No, no. So uh, typically what I'll do is the frequencies tend to come in for me, the way I perceive them, because everyone's different. If we were all the same, we would not be efficient in terms of helping the greater good, right? So we're all different. But for me, the way I perceive things is that the frequencies of different distortions come into very specific parts of the body. So I'll say to the person, or you, let's just say, I'd say, Dennis, if you could please breathe, imagine, see, sense, or feel your solar plexus, or your heart, or, I don't know, your... Left knee or whatever it is right Mm. and then you would just become very aware of that part of your body Which is where the frequencies are the most intense is a collaboration between you and I Mm. I can immediately sense when you Focus on that point and then I can tap in and remove the frequency distortion So, So you don't have to do anything essentially you just have to become aware of and focus where I suggest you focus
1: and I think something that I keep hearing you say is Go back into the body. Yeah, This is where the resolution is Mm -hmm. back in the body. Mm -hmm. It's not for me to be out there. No. It's for me to be here. That's right. And for you to connect with that Mm -hmm. and to release that distortion. Mm -hmm. So that mentally, physically, psychologically, spiritually, physically, I feel better. Yeah. Because of that release.
0: Yeah. And what would happen is that sometimes, so some people um, feel better. Some people experience detox that we talked about before and then feel better. Some people just start to feel this, like, this incredible momentum that they didn't before and they didn't know exactly what's happening. So yeah, so better takes on like a different meaning depending on who you are, if that makes sense. They'll feel different. Okay. Yeah. And part of that is how much you notice about yourself also and how much you're willing to let go and how much you're willing to surrender and how much fear you have. And your rule sets of how fast you can go. Okay, very good.
1: So you said that when we started out here, that mm-hmm. uh, emotions and feelings are kind of the heart of the matter. Yeah. What What is that heart relationship between emotions and feelings? What's What's that all about?
0: Well, emotion is here, right? Or actually, it's here and here. It's Here and, w- and what here. What's that? So the the what I call like the okay. So the heart. Is Like where we feel what we would call our positive emotions like joy bliss love connections here right here It's connected to spirit okay. when it tends to be um, the emotions that we Don't like so much Anger fear worry anxiety it tends to be like actually from your lower belly to about here Your solar, solar plexus. plexus. Okay. Yeah solar plexus okay. lower belly to me That's where I tend to perceive them okay. or at least that's where they tend to run in the body from all the people I've worked on so that is, so getting to the heart of the matter really means just coming into the body. Really, for me, getting to the heart of the matter is really coming into the body. And um, what I would say is, I just want to note, because I distinguish between good emotions and bad emotions, I actually believe there is tremendous growth opportunity in the emotions we conceive of as, or we judge as negative. Fear, anger, worry, anxiety, all that stuff. Okay, I'm saying it as if it's nothing. It's not nothing. It's painful. We don't like them. However, they can be very, very much, like, they can either be a catalyst to change and they're a huge signpost. Hey, something wrong here. (laughs) Maybe we should pay attention to this thing. Like, why? Why am I having this response? And that gives us an opportunity to observe ourselves more, to watch ourselves, To Notice what triggers us why we're having this like why are we having this reaction Because to someone else? They're not gonna have that reaction at all as I mentioned we're all different So it's interesting. It shows us our wounding where we're weak so that we can then strengthen ourselves so it's an incredible opportunity if we're really present in the body experiencing both Good emotions and bad emotions Mm. that we can use them to propel ourselves forward
1: so emotions can be a very powerful Yes uh, Just a change agent.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely so, Emotions are a change agent. They that is what compels us yeah. to go and I would say feelings keep us stuck Because that is the mind being like I feel fear because of this thing that happened like 20 28 years ago Right, and that keeps us in that stuck pattern It traps us yeah. whereas emotions like or I was
1: I was just thinking as you were talking about that is, you know, so often we encourage people to suppress their emotions.
0: Oh, I know, it's so terrible. <laughs> you
1: know, children in school yeah. or young adults or mm-hmm. people in the corporate world, mm-hmm. you know, we don't have time for that, okay? Mm-hmm. Just, mm-hmm. you know, work. Yeah. You know, stay focused. Yeah. Stay mm-hmm. on task. Yeah. And, you know, we'll deal with the emotions later know, on your own.
0: Yeah.
1: And so but those emotions are really the trigger point for us as humans yeah. to bring about major changes. Yeah.
0: And I would also like to say that the expression of emotion doesn't have to impact other people. I mean you could very quietly go to a bathroom stall and have experience your emotion. You don't have yeah. to it doesn't have to be this big drama thing where you try to, you know, yeah. it's like a, a, a trying to get more attention from somebody. You you can just Quite, you can quietly ex- experience. Yeah. All you have to do is close your eyes and feel the emotion. Yeah. It doesn't have to be this big production. It's just yeah. an experience of the emotion, right? Yeah. So,
1: so one of the things I picked up from you is that emotions are good. It's wonderful to express them. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful to feel to you know really dive deep into mm-hmm. those emotions, mm-hmm. and uh, then that that concern about the feelings, mm-hmm. the feelings. Are okay unless they just develop into that pattern. Yeah, that because just... it's,
0: yeah, it's an addictive pattern that's caused by the mind. Yeah, that's all. And yeah. it just it tends to like loop and loop and loop and be counterproductive, yeah. and you get stuck. Some people get very attached to their feelings. They very, very much want to be vested in being angry at
1: whatever. This is my story. This is my story.
0: And you know, it's just interesting then to watch our attachments to those feelings. Why why do we have those attachments to those feelings and that is when we start to question like Why do we have these feelings in addition to that our thoughts assumptions beliefs conclusions? It's all the same like why? And do we really need them? Are they really serving us?
1: yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That was a lot Uh, You know, I was just thinking about how the work that you do and the impact you can have on people and uh, it's, it's such a wonderful gift that you offer to others because, you know, when we're trapped in our feelings, when we're trapped in our, you know, our everyday life, and we feel like there's just no way to get out, to actually think that there's somebody that can help us to release that door so that we can escape mm-hmm. from our own, you know. Yeah, loop. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Karen, could you help me? I hear so often when I look at uh, your video or your website, GFC, exactly what is
0: that? These GFCs are not like regular meditations and many people find they go into varying degrees of altered state. So please do not drive while listening to this GFC. Welcome everyone to the group frequency calibration or GFC on getting to the heart of the matter. So let's begin by taking three breaths together into your solar plexus, which is between your belly button and where the ribs meet in front of your body. Taking a deep breath in, holding it for a second or two before you release it, holding out the exhale breath for at least two seconds before inhaling again and holding your breath in for at least two seconds longer than you did your previous breath. and exhaling on your own time and holding out your exhaled breath by at least two seconds. And on your third breath, the same thing. You're going to inhale, this time holding your breath for as long as you possibly can before exhaling completely and holding out your exhaled or voided breath. For as long as you can. As this is happening, the mastermind is starting to gel. The mastermind is when two individuals come together with a purpose, with a common purpose. In this case, the purpose is the highest and purest purpose possible, which is to connect to pure source even more, whether you're conscious of this or not. And as a result, our highest and purest part of our highest selves meet and create incredible momentum so that we can move faster and higher than we could on our own. Taking a deep breath, whenever you're complete with your three breaths, into your solar plexus. So breathing normally now in your solar plexus. So the first distortion pattern that we're going to release is that of controlling emotions, the need to control emotion. So either depending on the subgroup that you're in. So I work on the subgroup, the group and the individual level. And so depending on what subgroup you're in, some of you are extremely emotional and you try to manage them a lot, which makes sense just in order to Um, function. Some of you feel others emotions very strongly and it overwhelms you. So you can't quite tell what your emotions are. Some of you don't feel emotion deliberately because it scares you. And another subgroup of you don't like to look at your own emotions. Okay. You can see them very clearly in other people. You're not super okay with having your own emotions and acknowledging them and having, and releasing them. So releasing this first distortion pattern, which has to do with controlling emotion, depending on what sub- subgroup you're in, in order to function. So... Oftentimes, when we try to control our emotion, it just gets more visceral, stronger, more difficult to quote-unquote manage. So we're moving this distortion pattern so that you can simply allow your emotions to pass through you like water. Now, I'm not suggesting that you need to impact someone else with your emotions, by dumping it on them, I'm just suggesting that you allow yourself to have your emotions experience them and release them, okay? You can do this in the privacy of an office, bathroom, wherever, if you happen to be at work or in a public place. Note that you'll be hearing sounds on my end. For those of you who are new, you'll be hearing me snap or exhale sharply or yawn. I'm not tired. I might even hum. So just know that I will be making noises on my end and to use it as an opportunity to strengthen your focus. also please note that if I say something that resonates, then it's likely you. And if I say something that you viscerally push against, then it's likely you as well. Meaning if you think, oh, that couldn't possibly be me, it's likely you. So I invite you to be open to that and to explore that possibility. Continuing to breathe into your solar plexus. And please imagine a tube between your belly button and the base of your sternum. So your sternum is that thick bone in the front of your body where your ribs meet. So the base of it would be the part closest to your belly. So between your belly button and the base of your sternum. So some of you are experiencing tightness here. The Next distortion pattern. That we're going to release is that of anxiety. And this is the anxiety specifically of having your negative emotions. So, uh, or what we perceive as negative, like worry, anger, fear, anxiety, depression, negative emotions. Um, this also includes fear of being judged, which is obviously a fear, but specific. And the interesting thing about our negative emotions is that when we feel them, they can be extremely transformative you can use it as a catalyst to move forward. So sometimes, like even nervousness, say, for example, if you're going to speak in public, in that heightened emotional state, those are the moments that you really remember. which can be a gift in the future. So we're moving this distortion pattern. And bound with this is the judgment of negative emotion by ourselves and by others. We're sensitive to being, to having these emotions and being judged for them because they're weak or can be perceived as weak. So now, before we continue on, let's please breathe into your solar plexus and ask ourselves one of the two following questions. Either, how can I connect only to pure source even more? The question again is, how can I connect only to pure source even more? Or, how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? That question again is, how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And as you ask yourself this question inside your own mind, please imagine, see, sense, or feel, or become very aware of a brilliance that starts to grow very, very deep in your solar plexus. And as it expands and becomes brighter as you become even more aware Your connection to Pure Source. Notice how bright you allow yourself to be. Nice. And on my end, I am amplifying your natural bandwidth. Please note that this brilliance is you. Now, please breathe into your heart space. So, this is um, the frequency distortion pattern of vulnerability. So, for many of us, we spend a lot of energy avoiding. Something we're afraid to feel. It's very vulnerable to allow ourselves to actually just feel the emotion because it's so raw. So, moving this. resistance, or fear of vulnerability, which, depending what subgroup you are, is closer to one end of the spectrum or the other, fear and resistance. Continuing to breathe <clears throat> into the heart space This next distortion pattern is fear of witnessing being witnessed or witnessing self, so being witnessed by other or witnessing ourselves. So now if you could please breathe or imagine, see, sense, feel, become very aware of your heart all the way up to the hollow of your throat. Mm -hmm. so this is the distortion pattern of like discomfort with where you are. So it's like, um, discomfort with what is where you are. And this is particularly true when there are emotions that you are avoiding. If you're in a different subgroup, even knowing what those emotions are, (sighs) or if you're in another subgroup, being overwhelmed with either your own emotions or someone else's emotions. There are more subgroups, but those are the main ones. another deep breath into your heart space so i'm just going to help you start to see patterns which are causing repetitive emotions so for many of you you tend to feel a narrow bandwidth of emotion over and over again it's it's not a very broad spectrum of emotion, so allowing you to see or experience or realize, become aware of the lineage patterns, the cultural patterns, religious patterns, which are almost forcing a very narrow bandwidth of emotion. Now expanding that range so you can feel more than say like happy Or rather, I should say, content, worried, or fearful. You can have more than those. I'm not saying that's all that you experience, all of you. But for some of you, I'm just an example of the narrowness of the emotional state. So increasing as you breathe into your heart space, your emotional range. in addition to having ease with them. (sighs) Nice. Good. So now, please breathe into your heart space. And just imagine, see, sense, feel, become aware of the very center of your heart. And imagine softening or dissolving, diving, moving into, flying into the very center of your heart. in the ease of who and what you are right now, in this moment. Removing the distortion pattern of expectation as you rest here in the center of your heart. Good. I'm going to leave you here Resting in your heart space for as long as you like. I look forward to meeting you on the next GFC. If you're ready to clear even more of the frequency distortion patterns that are holding you back so you can accelerate towards where you want to be, please visit my website at sphericalluminosity.com.